Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Raging Nerds. We'll rage all over your eardrums. This is Thirsty. And this is John. So, for this week, our topic is childhood toys. But before we get into that, we have some cool stuff to talk about. So, for the past couple of episodes, we've been talking about Comic Palooza. That's happening the weekend of the 25th to the 27th this month. We're less than two weeks away now. Oh, I have to get my cosplays in order. Oh my gosh, don't even. Don't (laughs) even remind me to do that. Oh God. I'm better last minute, like the day before. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I usually do, and I always suffer because of that. Um, But as you know, we are there as podcasters, so we're going to be there on the sales floor, usually around the Artist Alley area. They haven't given us a specific time or area where we are, but we will tell you as soon as we know. Um, I will also be on the Lady Podcast panel. So that's exciting as well. Oh, yes. You're going to be in front of all of us just sitting there staring out on that elevated table (laughs) just looking out upon us. I'll just be looking down at all of you. (laughs) And I'll be there with the lighter going, woo! (laughs) (laughs) But we're excited. Um, There's a lot of panels. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of cool things happening. And we cannot wait to experience them with you. Um, But let's go ahead and go to Around the Net. And now, we go around the net. So, for Around the Net, we're pulling up toys that you've probably thrown away or your parents or sisters damaged them somewhat or damaged them altogether. Or set fire by accident. Right. We're going to let you know what you could have sold them for. (laughs) We're going to make you feel like shit right now. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes, yes. There's a couple of these things where I just feel so bad for throwing them away or giving them away, and I could have made a couple hundred bucks. Ooh, let's hear them. Yes. Okay, so for the first one is Garbage Pail Kid cards. Um, Now, so you can still actually buy these today. Um, Some of them are pretty trash cards, but one of them, Atom Bomb, he's the most rarest card. You can get it for $4,000. Holy crap, Batman. Yeah. uh, My sister used to collect Garbage Pail Kid cards. Uh, She threw them away because she thought they were useless, and so some of those cards might have been some money. Um, Now, Beanie Babies. Oh, my gosh. I think we knew at least one person that was a Beanie Baby collector, and then after the years, they just donated them because they realized they just had all trash Beanie Babies and everything. Uh, There are a couple out there that are worth some money. One of them is the Peanut Royal Blue Elephant Baby. Now, it's a little blue velvet beanie baby, and it's worth about $5,000. Yeah, the only one I ever had was like a, looked like a grizzly bear, but the reason I got that was to decorate the cubicle I was working at, so. <laughs> I know that there's another beanie baby that's worth some money, and it's the um, Princess Diane beanie, beanie baby. Oh, yeah, there, I saw that actually on Pawn Stars, actually. Yes. A guy brought it, brought one in and like trying to sell it, and they realized that it wasn't the very, very, very first edition. edition. Right. Because there was like mistyping on and misspelling yes. on the little heart thing that was on it. Mm-hmm. And it was worth and the one he had was worth a dollar. That is crazy. That is crazy. Um we have the first edition Barbie, which is worth twenty three thousand dollars. Now this is first edition, mint edition, like pristine, but it's still twenty three K man. So NRFB. Never removed from box. Yeah, but I mean, if you have Barbies, why would you remove them from the box, though? Well, when you're a kid, yeah, no. you remove them from the box. I was a child. I never removed mine from the box. I did that a lot, but I didn't play with Barbies. I played with other things. <laughs> 
Um, the original Furby. Um, and again, this is mint condition, $900. I actually have one. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. You might not get $900, but you might get- I'd still have the box. That's cool. You might get some money, man. Yeah. I'll see. Look at this. Look at this. Um, a special edition Game Boy can range between $750 and $1,500. I have one of those too. I have the Pokemon limited edition Game Boy Color. That is awesome. With the yellow cartridge that came with it. That's so cool. Man, I, still I, w- play it. I wish I had all this pimp <laughs> stuff. I, I have like three other siblings. So whenever someone got the good shit, like it didn't last that long. But amazingly, I didn't get that when I was a child. I got that actually as an adult. That's awesome. I use that term loosely <laughs> while I was at Game Over Video Games, and they happened to have one there that for like 50 really bucks. Cool. That is awesome. Mint Mario Kart 64, uh, you can get that. And I'm talking about mint, like it's graded in a box. You can get you can get one of those for $750. Mm. So, I mean, that's a lot of money. I was looking at that, like $750. I could go get a Mario 64 cart for like 40 bucks right now. But this is like mint in the box, everything. Um, I'm a huge... I'm a collector. I don't want to say that I know everything about video games, but I know some things about video games, especially Nintendo. And I really, really, really want like an Earthbound, like original for the Super Nintendo. But just the cartridge out of the box, normal is about $100. Um, a mint in the box, never opened, it's at least $1,000 to $1,500 for Earthbound. Damn. Dude, but it's fucking Earthbound. Like that game is legit. See, no, I, I'll get you one, but it's going to be no. the import no. that says mother. <laughs> no, I, I can mean, get those for like okay, see, 20, 25. Why haven't we gotten all the video games, though? I know that we got Earthbound and we got Earthbound Beginnings, which is actually like Mother 2, but we haven't gotten Mother 3. Oh, no, but someone's probably got a translation patch for it already. They, they do they do, do translation packs. I was actually looking for these. Uh, we're going on a rant now. <laughs> Uh, they do, Just a little bit. Right? Well, there's, they do like Game Boy Advance translation packs and everything like that. But I don't know, man. It's 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 independent. It's someone takes the game and they independently do the translation. So I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of like iffy on those kind of things. Yeah, it, it's more of like for just a nostalgia purpose. Is that really I can guess make money so. or anything like that? I guess that. so. Um, Masters of the Universe, Eternia playset, um, one in the box. You could sell that for $1,900. Oh, I remember my friend when I was when I was a kid. He had one of those things, and I was never really big into He Man mm-hmm. back in the day because I was more into Transformers. Right. But there's one thing that is still burned into my memory, and anyone else that has ever had a He Man action figure, when you first open it, it's called He Man smell. <laughs> new He Man smell. A new He Man smell. Yes. Because pretty much with that, when you open it up, it has a distinct smell from, like, the vinyl they use to make uh-huh. it. Nothing else matches it. It was just a distinct That's stink. too funny. I did not realize that. I didn't know that there was a distinct smell of Hemian vinyl dolls. There is? Interesting. 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 Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but our next one, a Teddy Ruxpin. It's Ruxpin. Ruxpin, yes. Yeah, Ruxpin, okay. I'm like, I'm saying it right, damn it. Anyway, you can get those for $500. Now, I never owned one of these. My grandmother owned one of them, which is super weird because no children lived at her house, but she had a Teddy Ruxpin. I'm like, why do you have one here? (laughs) 
Those things were adorable. I don't know, man. They're kind of creepy, and they move their eyes and their mouths, and it was like, I've never had an animatronic before, and it was the first one I ever saw, and I was kind of like, this is possessed by the devil. <laughs> no, no. What's really bad is if you can find, like, the old white zombie cassette. Okay. Put it in it. Yeah. Put it in there, and just have it just rock out. It's like, oh, it is scary. My brother- before Chucky and everything came out, my brother had a My Little Buddy doll. Oh, God. And when Chucky came out, he still had the My Little Buddy doll. And it was the ones where, you know, you could, you put in the cassettes and it would sing along to you. So, and it would move its mouth accordingly. And so one time he put in a Metallica cassette in there and he freaked my sister out because its mouth was moving and like Metallica was coming out of it. And it was like, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, see, I was, see, I had the commercial playing in my head just a second ago. And I was just like, no. <laughs> creepy. They're so fucking creepy, man. I don't know. Some, I don't know. Something about gingers. No offense. Welcome to the 80s and 90s. <laughs> We had weird toys. Uh, but the light bright, you can get those between 130 and 350 bucks. Uh, oh, holy shit. I actually have one I, in my attic I right now. I had one of those. I had one of those, but I think all of those sheets are perforated and they're all like fucked up. <laughs> like they're all they're all messed up. <laughs> Only one of my sheets in there I used. That is awesome. Because I didn't want to burst the other ones because I wouldn't remember what colors go back where because I can't see most of them. Yeah. Okay. So it's still sitting complete, 99.6% complete in the box. That is awesome. In my attic. Dude, yeah, man. You should totally sell that. That's awesome. Um, She-Ra and Swift Wind, if you have that in the box, you can sell that for $4,000. It's pronounced She-Ra. Yeah, She-Ra. You said She-Ra. Okay, because she raws, man. Like, <laughs> do not correct me. <laughs> she raws, she raws. <laughs> See, I did not, I did not remember until I saw this. But Tamagotchi actually did a Digimon run for a little bit, and so they had ta- a Tamagotchi Digimon. And if you have it in a box, you sell them about a hundred bucks, which isn't that bad. Which is really funny because I actually had a Kamigachi from back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I found I found it like a few years back while I was cleaning some stuff out from the attic. Mm-hmm. The thing still had power. That's amazing. And the thing was still alive. They don't build stuff like they used to, man. I used to have a Tamagotchi. I think I killed it like a thousand times. I would I would I was doing so good, but then I would have to go to school and I couldn't take it with me and it would die. Like what am I supposed to do? Like I can't I can't be uh, an elementary mother. Like I can't I can't I can't do it, man. I can't do it. <laughs> Preteen mom coming to MTV. <laughs> You can get you can sell a vintage super soaker uh, for a hundred to five hundred dollars. Now these things were pimp. Ooh. My brother he had one of these super soakers where it was an actual backpack, and you fill the backpack full oh, God, of water, yes. and you would and fall over. Yes, and it would spray everywhere. I mean, <laughs> it would leak. The backpack would leak like hell, but I mean, it would retain some water. Uh, there were also the ones where it kind of had that like bubble butt. At the end, yep, and you'd fill it up, and then you'd spray it that way. But uh, you can get somebody with that. But again, they have to be the the more money you want, it has to be in the box and all this other stuff. Yeah, because I still have my, I think I still have a Super Soaker fifty and the Super Soaker two hundred, mm-hmm. where it had the extra big exercise pressure tank right. in the back. I don't know how many times I had to fix mm-hmm. that thing because it busted out the bottom because I oh overpressurized it. <laughs> I don't know what it is with my parents. I guess that after a while, having four kids, they just gave away stuff or they had garage sales and just got rid of it. I think the only things that we have left over now are 
that are actually taken out of the box and played with kid-wise are some Barbie toys. <laughs> no, I never had that. No. I have Transformers. Yeah. Generation one. No, but it's so weird. I hear about my friends and they're like, oh, my parents dropped off my toys from my childhood. I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, they kept it in the garage. I'm like, what? You store things in the garage? Like my garage, well, my parents' garage is kind of just like a pit like of things. That's a bottomless pit of just it's random just, storage. It's like random storage. Um, my dad's a master electrician, so he actually has kind of like a, a warehouse back there, and he keeps all of his stuff divided, and then it's just like all tools and stuff. And so all of our stuff, they either belong to the room, or that was it. Like once they came out of the room, they were gone. So. <laughs> but yeah. we only had a couple toys left over in the attic, and there were my little sisters from when she was a kid. Um, but that's about it. Um, well, there's, uh, the jam doll. Oh, yeah, yeah, the jam doll. I can't believe I forgot about that. Now, my sister was obsessed about Jim. I remember for one birthday, she wanted to get all of the VH copies of Jim on VHS tape, and we watched it all together. It was so funny. Oh, Jim and yes. the holograms. I had to get, I, like, that was on right before Transformers and G.I. Joe yes. on Saturday morning, so I was like, I had to go to another channel, and I watched, I don't know what it was, probably a pup named Scooby-Doo or something, and then get past that because I didn't want to watch Gem and the Holograms because it served no purpose for me. I loved their PSA announcements they did every episode. I loved it. There was, I remember this one, I mean, this was years ago I watched it. A little girl was riding her tricycle at nighttime, and she's riding, and a car comes up with their high beams, and she's like, ah, and she almost dies. And Jim comes up, and she's like, what are you doing? I almost died. And she's like, whenever you ride your bike at night, you ride the way with the car so the light doesn't hurt you in your eyes. I'm like, why the fuck is this girl riding her bike at night? Where are her parents? She was like a girl, like a baby. I was shocked. Even as a child, I knew. I was like, where are her parents? <laughs> See, this reminds me a lot of the G.I. Joe PSAs that mm-hmm. happened there. Like, hey, there's a power line down and it's parking. Let's jump our bikes over it. <laughs> it's like, what? And then one of the G.I. Joes would show up and like, no, you shouldn't do that. You could get seriously hurt. You know, at that point, that's Darwinism. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that leads us right into questions. It's a time for questions. Uh, what is your favorite childhood toy? Oh, see, with me, I actually have one that was actually a rare one at the time. Mm-hmm. I still have it because I plan to use it whenever I have my own place and everything mm-hmm. else where I'm not around any other crazy humans. Right? It's a three foot tall transformer. Mm-hmm. I think you've showed it to me before. No, I haven't shown you this one yet. I showed you Fortress Maximus. You did. You did. But, but not this one. Okay. This is actually from the Headmaster series. But yeah, it's three feet tall. And I was going to zip tie a pla- uh, like a silver platter to his arms while it holds it straight out. That's amazing. So I can dro- so I can drop my keys. That is that's the whole that purpose. That is adorable. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite childhood toy. I mean, I would have to say my Barbies. We were a really big. I mean, there's three girls. So once the oldest girl got tired of the Barbies, it would go to the second oldest. And then she would play with the Barbies, and then it would go to the little one. So we would have, like, three decades 
worth of Barbies, and so there's like a shit ton of them. So you have ones that just like crack whore <laughs> no, Barbie. No, no, as in like, was, like, it would buy us all a bunch of Barbie dolls, but then like once one of them, once one of our siblings was done with them, we would get their Barbie dolls. Okay, yeah. And so we would just like have all their Barbie dolls, and we would have all the accessories. Like I remember my sister got this coolest accessory, and it was a rotating Barbie closet. You could actually put Barbie's clothes on hangers, put it up in the closet, press a button, and it would rotate. Like it, like it was in a like um a dry cleaning shop. It was amazing. Okay, I, I'm actually amazed by this. Actually, it's it was. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I mean, do you, can you imagine how much space that saves? Like how many clothes you can save now instead of losing it? I thought that was the coolest thing as a kid. I think that's my favorite toy as a kid: the rotating Barbie closet. <laughs> that also that kind of reminds me of the. Star Trek mm-hmm. action figures they had for right. Next Generation. And me being a Star Trek fan that I am, I had the bridge playset, engineering, and the transporter room. That is awesome. And yeah, you put them in the transporter room, and it was a one-way mirror so inside it, which was kind of funny because you moved the little arm up, the light would change from the from the front, fate, like from the back <laughs> shining on it, and it would slowly go to the front of it so like, it looked like it was transporting away. That is so cool. Man, I love shit like that. We were so easily entertained as kids. We're like, whoa. <laughs> Look, I- <laughs> mad balls. There were balls that right? were mad. I know. We were just like, this is so amazing. This thing like moves and it's it- intricate. Uh, kids these days are so spoiled. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like, and back to the whole thing. We were easily mm-hmm. entertained. Penny racers. I remember that. Little cars. Apparently, there was a plethora of pennies. Yes. Back in back even in my time. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> you put the little penny in the bumper, mm-hmm. and it would do wheelies, and that was it. Yes. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever mix and match characters from different properties and create your own crazy storylines? Um, I guess properties as in, like, different characters? Intellectual properties, stuff like that. Got you. Okay. See, that just went right over my head. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't really have characters like that. Um, you, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs> Transformers versus G.I. Joe. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I was always very careful with my toys. I always, like, put them back a certain way. I never wanted to ruin anything. So I I cannot imagine taking apart toys and then putting them back together. Um, I did that with my, a couple of my original Ninja Turtles. Well, not the original four, mm-hmm. but when they started coming out, the weird ones, like Michelangelo. Here's Raphael dressed as a mummy. Right, yeah. I don't know why. And then here's Michelangelo as a sailor. Mm-hmm. Well, I figured out how to pop their arms off and pop different ones in, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I used to break my G.I. Joes and reassemble them into hodgepodge new characters and spend hours coming up with unique backstories for my creations. Ever do anything like that? Oh, God, how would you put the rubber band that holds them all together back in there? I was thinking about that. Like, when we're talking about, like, you know, hodgepodging them, I was just like, man, but there is, because back in the day, that's what held them all together. You know, the rubber bands and there was stuff actually in the dolls. Like, now the day, everything's just plastic, you know? Plastic, Um, batteries, lights. Right, exactly. It's, I mean, even though it's harder, it's harder to break, it's harder to break our toys, but toys nowadays are easily made, so they're not as intricate, if that makes sense. Oh, I understand. It's like the old Generation 1 Transformers. They were half metal, half plastic. Right. Exactly. So, if you had Optimus Prime, yeah, you can just use him as a club and knock out your friend. (laughs) 
Um, but no, I mean, I would have different dolls and sometimes my friends would come over with brat dolls. I mean, I, when I was a kid, brat dolls were just coming out. Oh God, the slutty Barbies. Yes. There were, there were so weird looking. I remember, um, hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, they had the Spice Girl Barbie dolls coming out and my friend got all of those and I thought those were the coolest thing. I wish I had the Spice Girl Barbie dolls. And so we would play and we would have like backstories and like they would have fights and they would be fighting over someone. And so, I, you know, everyone has a little imagination. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was actually looking through my VHS collection, which is kind of on the floor over here because I'm reorganizing everything. I think Spice World's in there somewhere. That's amazing. It was a good movie. Everyone should, wa- everyone should watch that movie now. <laughs> Two drink minimum. Uh, did you ever lose a toy that had special meaning to you? Yes. What'd you lose? Lion-O. You lost Lion-O. He would drink, because when I was a child, I lived like I was an army brat without the army. I moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in one of the moves, lion legs broke. Oh, no. So we had to throw him out. That's sad. But he was actually cool, because you get this little, ba- this little, I don't know what the hell it was, what it would look like. It looks like a little missile, but it was red and had the Thundercats logo on it. But you put a double-A battery in it and shove it in the hole in the, in the small of his back. Okay, you shove it in his hole. Yeah, in the hole in the back. In the back. Yeah, but not okay. the low. There's just small of his back, not lower. <laughs> and his his <laughs> eyes his eyes would glow red. Oh, that, that, yeah, because he was angry. Something was being shoved up his backside. <laughs> well, you know, that's how that's where we do the Thundercats. Oh, <laughs> The way they, uh, like some of these toys, the way they design things is very questionable sometimes. <laughs> oh, they didn't give a shit about anything like uh, sensors or anything like that. Kids don't know what's going on here. Kids don't know. Um, I had a little stuffed animal. I won it out of a claw machine one time and I called it Moo Moo. It was like a fucking squirrel or something and I called it Moo Moo for some reason. And I remember one time um, I left it at a movie theater and I went back to find it and I could not find it. Someone picked it up and then fucking took it. And I was so pissed off. I went to the Lost and Found. No one turned it in. It was like a raggedy fucking toy and someone fucking stole it. I was pissed. I was like, why would you steal that? Or they threw it out. They might have done that. That is very true. Um, I know what to get you for Christmas now. A, like a squirrel beanie baby? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? No. Uh, what, what was one toy that you always wanted but never received? Hmm. That's hard. I was super, super into Barbie dolls. Um, I really wanted this the Spice Girl Barbie dolls. I thought those were the coolest thing ever. I really wanted them. Well, there is this wonderful thing called eBay. Well, do I want them now? Maybe. I might. I might go <laughs> Well, like well granted, it's the same thing when I was a kid. I wanted Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. I went on eBay and I found a lot that had two broken things of Optimus Prime. It was Generation uh-huh. 1 and Generation 2. Mm-hmm. Well, the things that were broken on one were not broken on the other, so I got it yeah. and disassembled them all mm-hmm. and made one. That's awesome. And then I had Battle Damage, Optimus Prime, where he's like <laughs> got busted like a broken leg that's like hanging off, but he uses the club. That's really cool though i mean that's really that's really inventive 
That's really cool. I mean, we weren't allowed to really go to toy stores and everything like that. So I don't really know exactly what else was out during my time. I remember my brother got moon boots one time. He got moon boots for my grandparents. Moon shoes. Uh, Oh, yeah. Those things with the springs in it. (laughs) They were amazing, but he would never let me wear them. He's all like, you can't wear them. You can't wear them. You don't know how. You're going to fall down. And I was like, man, I want some moon boots. They're awesome. Those things. And then you saw the commercial. I remember the commercials for them. And you're like, you could jump to outer space. And I'm like, what? <laughs> now, did you ever get told that lie that you can't go to the Toys R, Toys R Us because it's only open on your birthday? No, I was never told that lie. They would just be like, we're not going. <laughs> uh, okay, I was told that lie. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm, not, no. I'm, no, I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, it's only open for birthdays. Oh, my gosh. Are there any toys from your childhood that you think could have made a comeback in today's society? Yes. There's a lot of toys that are actually have already come back in today's society. I want to say, what's one that could not come back in today's society? Um, that would be anything from the Austin Powers line. Yeah. Because I remember when those came out, <laughs> and there's Austin Powers naked with his hands <laughs> over his crotch and going, and there's a little speech bubble that's with oh it. Oh my gosh. Not like printed on the box, but it's an actual speech bubble that you Mm -hmm. can like stand next to it Mm -hmm. that says, do I make you horny, baby? Do I make you randy? Yeah. The 90s were a different time, guys. (laughs) They're they're cool, but then they're also very sexist. (laughs) Yes, they were. Um, But one thing I would love to see come back, gargoyles. Yes. Oh, my God. No, I loved gargoyles. Um... Gargoyles came out in the beginning of the 90s. Um, when I was a kid, they would show it on Disney like two in the morning. That w- I would watch like the reruns later on. Anyway, so I'd watch them like all the time. Like every night I would stay up really late and I would watch Gargoyles. And they stopped it like mid-season one time and then that was it. Oh, yeah. That's when they transitioned to the other the other half of it, which was they went in, back in time on this boat that took them back in time, different time periods to where they could help out. But it was only three of them, which was horrible. Gargoyles was a shit. Like, everyone that I've ever talked to, they're like, oh my god, gargoyles. Like, why the fuck isn't it coming back, guys? Where are my gargoyles? I still got the uh, Goliath figure where he stands there with his wings and he flipped a little thing on his back and his wings would pop open. Man, that's cool shit, man. I saved all my monies when I was younger. (laughs) I didn't get monies, man. (laughs) And that leads into how tech can help. How tech can help. So I know that we just talked about how toys are coming back and what toys will make a comeback, could make a comeback. Uh, That brings us to the subject of bringing back old toys. Uh, They're updating toys. They're, you know, renovating them. They're making them better. Some of them not so much. (laughs) Um, So uh, Masters of the Universe, they're actually doing reprints or I guess... I don't know, what do you call them, but... They'd be reprints, reissues. Yeah, re-releasing. Yeah, re-releasings, yeah, re-releasings of the figures. Um, They're really good. Uh, Mattel was doing a couple of them, and it was only like 20, 30 bucks that you could buy them for, so it's a really good deal. Also, the the Funko dolls, they did a you know release of the Masters of the Universe, so there's a lot of ways that you can get old Masters of the Universe toys in a different form or fashion. As long as they have that smell. <laughs> Now, uh, we talked about this a little before the show, Mr. Sketch Markers. Oh, I remember that every girl that I hung out with in elementary school, middle school. Yeah. They had those things and 
Those things were awesome. Dude, okay, so I remember these from elementary school. These things were the fucking shit. Now, when I was a kid, there was like six or eight of them, right? But they have like 48 packs of these things, or there's like 48 different scents. They're amazing. I bought like a 24-pack the other day. It was so cool. There's like all these weird flavors and smells, and it's amazing. It's just as good as I remember it being. It really is. <laughs> See, I just remember like, here, this one smells like banana. This one smells like strawberry. This one smells like grape. Right. It was like the basic smells. But yeah, they have all these weird like plum and licorice and just like all these weird they're it's it's really cool that they've come up with this you know new smell technology um my little pony now that has been totally revamped okay when i was a kid my little pony it looked like cartooned ponies like they actually looked okay that's it's that's my new little pony <laughs> but they looked proportional they looked like cartoon Horses. Ponies. Uh, but now they just look like uh, chibi cartoon ponies. There's, It's a different storyline. It's it's totally different. It really is. The old My Little Pony and the new My Little Pony is like the storyline and everything is different. It's really not a comparison. I remember the old ones just because I had a little girlfriend when I was in elementary school and mm-hmm. she, she liked My Little Pony and We'd hang out some on some Saturday mornings. And yeah, I was forced to watch the old My Little Pony. They were amazing. But Transformers G.I. Joe was right after it. So I, yeah. <laughs> so it was the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I think the new My Little Pony has a bigger following just because it targets a different demographic. And then it also has like creepy old men that like it. Like you, Sean. <laughs> I am not a part of the creepiness. I like the show. I have like one thing that's My Little Pony because I have a crush on the voice actress. Sure. Okay. It sits uh, there next. It sits there next to my Pokemon. Okay. So that's not helping the situation. I was in Target the other day, and we were walking down the toy section as we always do, seeing if there's any clearance items and stuff. And I turned the corner and I lost my shit. I freaked out for a second. Now. They did an update on Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, no. It looks like Emo Ruxpin or My Little Hipster Ruxpin. No, 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 no. It's so creepy. His eyes are huge. And it's, it's, it's really creepy looking. Like, I want you all to take a second right now and Google new Teddy Ruxpin because it just looks weird. Oh, dear God. Yeah, they revamped it, and it has, like, new clothes, and it looks trendy. It just, it looks like a cartoon version of Teddy Ruxpin. No, that's not right, because Teddy Ruxpin was the happy little bear that would tell you stories, not... It was weird. It was weird, man. Not, not sit there and, and wear those pants called, like, the the not the tight pants, but they don't call them tight Skinny pants. jeans? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> And Dude, a little fedora. It was expensive as hell, though. It was like, what, $100? It was like $100 for a new Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, dear God, did it come with its own vape? I don't know. Like, it, <laughs> it looked like it. But <laughs> um, our next one is Ninja Turtles. Okay. Yeah, the new ones are awesome. The new ones are pretty cool. I don't really like them visually over the old ones. I thought the old ones looked cooler. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I know that the storyline is more, it's current. People can relate to it better. It's sticking around. But people have always liked Ninja Turtles. I don't think that's ever going to go away. No. Turtles and pizza. What is not to like? 
Exactly. <laughs> now the question is: Are these the one the ones that you f- that we found are those are the ones with the movie or the Nickelodeon anima- animation? I'm talking about Nickelodeon animation. Okay, cool. Because the yeah. ones in the movie are freaky as hell. I like the ones in the movie. I mean, I like the first movie. The second movie was whatever. I'm not a fan of the big thumb actress. I don't know what her name is. The one with the weird thumbs. I know you're talking about that she shall go unnamed. Yeah. I don't like her. Because she got kicked off of Transformers. Yeah, well, I mean, she was talking <laughs> shit. Like, what, yeah. what do you think happens, ma'am? <laughs> uh, easy bake ovens. Now, I had an easy, a Barbie. I had a Barbie easy bake oven. Ooh. And I thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever. And I got to, like, cook cookies in my fucking room and eat them like, like the fat ass I am. <laughs> Here, we're going to heat these up with a 200-watt light bulb. (laughs) It was so cool. I would watch it and shit. I would, like, because, like, back in the day, you couldn't, like, see it cooking. Like, they had it all stickered off, and you would just put it in, and then you'd pull it out whenever you were ready for it, okay? So I'd, like, you know, peek through a little metal slit and, like, look at it cook and everything. Oh, my gosh. Those things were dangerous. There was a lot of metal on those things. They could have burned a lot of children. I think a lot of rooms got burnt down. Why did our parents give those to us? Like, I don't understand. Well, it's the same thing they gave my generation wood-burning kits with a cord that is exactly 12 inches long. Yeah, no, my brother. My brother had one of those. Like, what were our parents thinking? <laughs> Going to burn down the house. They have um, Easy Bake Ovens now, but you can actually see the stuff cooking. Um, it's a lot different from the ones that I had. I don't know. Maybe I had, like, a weird model or something. But you could, like, the, the, the middle part's transparent now, and it looks really cool. And I think it's less time to cook stuff. Well, yeah, because so many bedrooms are catching fire. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> you leave a plugged in, you forget about it. <laughs> Nerf guns. Nerf guns. Now, when we were kids, it was just Nerf guns. That was it. But now, Nerf gun, they have other brands within Nerf gun. Oh, yes. Like, are Nerf guns. (laughs) So, So there's, okay, so there's zombie Nerf guns, which are really, really cool. So, Toys R Us shutting down. Lay cry, but they're discounting all Nerf stuff for like 40%, right? Yeah. So I went there and I bought a bunch of zombie Nerf stuff. I, I need to go there. It's awesome. They had one of them, which was like a long gun, but it also had a chainsaw on the top of it. They had one that was like a, 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 a bow arrow. Um, one of them... I mean, they had so much stuff, and it's but it's it looks like you're a zombie killer. It's super cool. Remember the nerf wings they had? There was those, uh, the sword and shield and battle axe. Yes, I do remember those. Those things were like super cool. Oh, how many lawsuits the nerf have when they pulled them <laughs> off the se- off the shelves? <laughs> oh my gosh! But no, I mean, nerf does like a lot of subcategory brands within their nerf collection, and so it's really grown since we were kids. There was just nerf, and then that was it. Yeah. Um, I remember also there was one of them with the Nerf guns where they with the subcategories of them. Mm-hmm. They had ones that were designed just for girls. Yes, yes. That, it, it, it's kind of insulting because they're going to want to play with the swords and shields. But that's why they don't do that anymore. Like they don't have just like they they did like Nerf for girls or just for girls or something like that, and it was all pink and frilly. But yeah. they don't have that anymore. It's just all like inclusive. Good. Yes, it is. 
Um, Transformers. Now, back in the day, back in the day, if you wanted to build a Transformer, you would have to build a Transformer. You would have to remember how to transform it and remember how to transform it back. I had so many Transformers that I was like, okay, let's transform. What am I doing? <laughs> like, you would have to fold it in certain... And I'm talking about there was intricate parts on this shit. You would have to fold oh, it a yes. certain way. Otherwise, you could not make it right. And then you'd have to remember how to fold it back. It was complicated. Uh, kids nowadays have the pleasure of just pushing a button and it folding itself. No, nah, they're lazy now. Because <laughs> back in the day, you had to figure it out. And you we got it. You just ripped it out of the box. You started playing with it. And then if you couldn't figure it out, you still figured it out. Right. Because nowadays, I actually, actually many years back, really within the last 10, I had to go get one for... My friend's kid who turned, like, five. Okay, I found him a Transformer. It was Optimus Prime from a specific series that the kid watched. Like, okay, I got it. Like, okay, like, try it. Take it out of the box. Try it out. Oh, God, this thing is like, what the frack is this thing doing? (laughs) I actually had to bust the instructions out. Oh, you have to slide the switch up. Yes. And then it does this. Like, okay, so I put it all back together and then put it carefully in the box, retaped it, and repackaged it, and here you go. But it was just like, what the frack? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I'm using frack because I don't want to say the other word yeah, right now. It's fine. Um, I will later, though. <laughs> our last subject is video games. Um, I did this for our last one because this is one we're probably going to go more in depth in. Um, video games are so different from what we had as kids, man. We had just like video games that were on family consoles. You know, if you were lucky, you would get a really cool two-player game. Now you call your friends, hey man, we're going to raid with 10 of the guys from work. So you need to be on in 15 minutes and you can play all online at the same time. You don't have to worry about your mom making a phone call or your sister playing another video game on the computer. You can do it all. Um, There's VR, you know, (sighs) I could have never imagined VR as a kid, have like being a real thing. I couldn't either, but a lot of times I feel like Wreck-It Ralph, like, why did video <laughs> games become so violent? Oh my gosh, we made a post uh, the other night, <laughs> a VR exercise. Oh god, game. yeah, I saw that, it, it was, was hilarious. It was amazing. So first of all, this guy's voice is it's it's amazing. That's, that's it right there. Um, so you play as an exorcist. And it's a VR gear where, you know, you can see your hands and you can pick out equipment. And so he's in a mental institution and he's trying to exercise this woman. And so in your little Bible kit, you have a cross, you have some holy water, and you have a mister that has like holy water in it as well or something like that. And and, and salt. Yes. And holy and That's blessed salt. That's what it is. It's blessed salt. And so, so you try to go in there and this guy's like, oh, I, I can't go. No, I'm not going in there. I really don't want to go in there. He's throwing holy water at this, at this possessed woman. I mean, the whole video was hilarious. His commentary was on point, but it's, I mean, that's the thing. Could you imagine there being like an exorcism VR video game? Oh, Dear God, that it just amazes me on stuff they're playing on VR. Like, I kind of want to play it. But I know I'm totally scared. <laughs> I mean, I know that there's VR zombie games. Like, I can't imagine playing one of those, man. Yeah. That's going to be... It. I'll never sleep again. 
I've seen some of these people where they get their older relatives or their parents to play it, and you have to reload, and they're reloading and shooting, and then finally they just start throwing the controllers, (laughs) thinking they're hitting these things because they're like in total VR. And I mean, that's the thing. Like, I live in a cluttered place, and I can't imagine getting because I get you get into VR. Like, there's you get into it. And because you can actually get VR sickness where you get too into it and you think that you're moving and your body's not recognizing it. Um, and it's kind of like um, Virgo. Vertigo. Yeah, vertigo. There you go. Um, so you can actually get sick because, you know, your eyes are telling you something and then your inner balance is saying something else. Uh, but anyway, I, I can't imagine actually, unless I had like a huge room with nothing in it doing VR. I still remember my first instance with VR was at an arcade. Mm -hmm. And yes, people, if you're younger than me, which most likely you are, if you're listening to this, is a place that you went to go play video games at. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) And the thing was called Beachhead, where you get inside this big circle thing, which had a guardrail around you, and you pull this headset over your head, which had the triggers and everything else on there, and you are... Pretty much trying to take out all these troops and everything they're trying to store on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was my first instance of VR. That sounds awesome. It is amazing. <laughs> Nowadays, you can do it at home if you have the extra cash, which is like, what, three to $500? Yeah, I mean, they're making them cheaper, though. Um, they're they're retailing for about 250 to $500, just depending on when you get. Uh, they're also doing, like, bundle deals. If you get, like, the new PlayStation, you can get, like, some free VR stuff. So, I mean... It's affordable. It really is. It's affordable. Well, I'm gonna have to make a clear out a whole room here just for <laughs> VR. Something without breakables in it. <laughs> but then we lead into our final category, the female perspective. Uh, so, for the female perspective, we are going to talk about Barbie. Oh, yes. I love Barbie. Now, Barbie's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. It's beautiful, just like she is. Um, <laughs> a lot of a lot of people, a lot of feminists give Barbie flack because they say that she represents unrealistic shape and unrealistic size you can't look that way and it sets standards for girls that were just not realistic um when i was a girl i didn't really look at her as like oh i want to look like that one day or oh whatever i looked at her as and wow she can be a flight stewardess oh she could be a doctor she can be a veterinarian she can be all of these things you know when you're a little girl and you have a role model, I mean, those are the toys that you're playing with, you know, as soon as you get home till you go to bed. I don't think Barbie is the worst, you know, role figures to look up to. Honestly, I can see the downsides to it. But Mattel fixed that. Mattel now has a new line where it's totally accessible to all types of body types. There is handy accessible uh, figures where there's Barbie dolls and wheelchairs, Barbie dolls with, um, you know, handicaps, other things like that. Plus size Barbie dolls, short Barbie dolls, Barbie dolls that are amputees. I mean, you can custom make Barbie dolls. I mean, it is all inclusive and it's amazing. Okay. I mean, I love Barbie dolls. I collect Barbie dolls. I'm a huge collector. I've been collecting since I was a kid. I always buy like the Christmas Barbie dolls. That's what I want for Christmas every year. Okay. So we know what to get you for Christmas. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, my parents already buy it for me. Don't get it for me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No. I, I, but I mean, it's, it's something fun to collect. They're easily collectible. They say that of Barbie collectors, they say that 90% of the collectors are women and their averages is Average age is 40, and that kind of makes me feel bad about myself, but... <laughs> well, don't feel bad. Actually, I have a friend that worked at Toys R Us mm-hmm. whenever they came out with the Barbie with the motorcycle. So it was yeah. biker, b- biker Barbie. I remember that, yeah. There were guys coming in. Yeah. Like, in full, like, full, like, I'm a biker kind of mm-hmm. gear and everything else to get that Barbie. Yeah, it's amazing. They They... Really do sell awesome Barbies. Uh, I love it whenever a new movie comes out and they do the boot the the boobies, <laughs> the Barbies, the Barbies after the movies. Um, I have some Barbie dolls. I have a bunch of Disney Barbie dolls. Whenever Disney does a collaboration with them, like old ones that are worth easily around like five hundred, six hundred dollars. And so, I mean, they're 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 a cool investment. Uh, they do take up some space, but that's about it. That's a really only down. That's cool. This is the James T. Kirk Ken doll. That is awesome. Yes. That's super cool. The only reason I got it was, well, it's Star Trek. <laughs> and it was on clearance. That is, where'd you get it? <laughs> Ironically, it was whenever Kmart was closing. That is, is, that, is that like a reprint or is that like a first edition? Nope. It was a limited edition. One of 10,000 were made. Dude, that is pimp. Never removed from box. Complete with a with a book that has the biography of Starfleet's noted captains. That is awesome. All my Barbie dolls are in the box. I think I opened up one Barbie doll because I didn't think it was a collectible. I got it as a present. And my grandma came back in town and she's like, why did you open it? And I told her it didn't look like it was a collectible. It's like a basketball Barbie doll. She's like, yeah, it's a collectible. And so I was like, okay, tell me that next time. <laughs> You gotta play with the Barbies every now and then. Right, exactly. (laughs) But as a feminist, as a woman, I love Barbie. I think that her message transcends her physical appearance. Um, I I hate it when they give her too much of a hard time. And I say her as she's like an entity because she is an entity. You know, she's what girls looked up to. And it wasn't just because of her beauty and her grace and all that other stuff. It was because of what she represented. She represented how women could do more things than be a mother. I completely agree. Because I remember back in the 90s, like, um, there was, there weren't many, like, you had the, the cartoon series that had, like, okay, you have strong female, strong female character. Right. That had more badass powers than the guys. Right. But you never saw her figure mm-hmm. at all. Right. There were there were a couple, but then again, we just talked about She-Ra and her figure is going for $4,000. And it's because they don't make a lot of them, you know? Yeah. They're, you know, the only people that buy that stuff were the guys who wanted to collect it. They're yeah. like, oh, that's cool. It's She-Ra. Like, the girls weren't going in to buy it. But Barbie, she is someone that you could actually look to and say, that's me. You know, it's a person. It's not a TV show. Now it is. But back then, it wasn't like she was not real. It was like a real person. Yeah. Give you something to strive for. Exactly. In this wonderful world. Exactly. So, from Thirsty's opinion, Barbie's a badass bitch. 
She is. I love Barbie. <laughs> and she has a motorcycle now. Yeah, she fucking does. Barbie can do anything, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but check us out at Comic Palooza. We are so excited. We are going to be there selling Raging Nerds t-shirts. We're going to get them. They're super cool. They're going to have our logo and our website on them. Uh, we're going to also do some giveaways of some sort. We'll figure that out later. But definitely keep in tune. Uh, check it out on Facebook. We have Facebook internet website we have instagram we have twitter we are now on itunes guys we're in TuneIn. we're in stitcher and it's all raging nerds pod everything is all raging nerds pod raging nerds podcast yep also remember we're also on if you have android google play music but yeah yeah we're also on google play you cannot forget about that we're on all major media listening now oh yes Look at us go. (laughs) Oh, I know. It's a wonderful rock and roll history that we're making. (laughs) But thanks, guys. You know, check us out. Let us know if you have any questions. Send us any ideas, anything you want to hear. You know, you can always email me at thirsty at Raging Nerds Pod. Or Or you can get a hold of me at dogfinstudios at gmail.com. Exactly. And I'm also on Thirsty Erica on Instagram, Twitter, a whole bunch of other places. John is at Dogfin Studios. So check us out. Shoot us an email. Cool. Okay. Bye, guys. Have a good one.